0: welcome to our class on chassidus we're going to be learning this week a beautiful and powerful chassidic discourse in honor of the holiday of purim the name of the chassidic discourse is called balaylahahu the rebbe said this chassidic discourse in in the year tuff shin chaf hey 53 years ago and never went on to certify and edit this chassidic discourse in honor of purim tuff shin nun 33 years ago so again the chassidic discourse is based on the verse in the Megillah Esther, where it says "balayilahu," on that night, shnas the sleep of the king went away from him, and obviously he was awake. That's the verse in the Megillah. So Rabbi asked a question. He says as follows: What does the verse say? "Balayilahu" on that night. What would even said like by, by night? We would know it's referring to the night that 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 the episode took place so why is the Torah specifically to say Balaylah Ahu what's so specific about the word Ahu? Shrever says you can explain this based on what the previous Shrever brings on a Hasidic discourse with this verse that's brought down in the customs of the Maharil and he says over there as follows that from when you say Balaylah Ahu when the person reading the Megillah says Ba'alaylohu, he has to pick up his voice, he has to start saying it very, very loud. Why? Because this is the main part of the miracle. And he explains, based on what it says in the Yaakov, which is a Midrash, that when it says, So literally, it's referring to who, who couldn't sleep, King Achashverosh. But the Medrash says, you know, couldn't sleep. Malka Shalalom, the king of the world, it's referring to a Baruch. Akadash Baruch Hu couldn't sleep. And he explains like this when the Jewish people are, are, are behaving in a way of sleeping, and uh, as we forget about Akadash Baruch, Hu. so Akadash Baruch Hu also goes to sleep. Hashem also goes to sleep. And like it says clearly in the prophets, i am sleeping and what does the zohar say when is hashem sleeping when we are in exile in other words when the jewish people are sleeping in exile we cause that god so to speak should go to sleep and forget about us so what this is what the verse says by who on that night not the strass the king was awake and that's the main miracle because lila is referring to when it's referring to exile and that's when God is, so to speak, sleeping on high. And the verse says, who on that night, which again is referring to Gullus, so even though it's Gullus, when normally we're sleeping and Hashem is sleeping, but nevertheless the king was awake. And that's the main miracle. The main miracle was even where, even though we were sleeping in Gullus, and therefore God was sleeping, but nevertheless God was awake, that was the main miracle. So based on this, Rebbe explains, we can explain more specifically why it says, what was the original question? Why is it about Layla, who, in that night? But Layla was at night. And the Rebbe explains, because who, um, uh, when the expression of who is an expression of nister, which means concealment. In other words, there's a double concealment. What's the double concealment? One is lila, night itself is a concealment. And the second concealment is who? An expression of, it's not saying this is it, who, that one, without expressing which one it is. So it's a double concealment. In other words, what does that mean? Besides the fact that well, we have the concealment of exile, which is represented by Lila, like we learned before. But in, um, but th- but nevertheless, even more so, then the times of the Shverosh, there was a double concealment. So, Balilah's one concealment, the exile concealment. Hahu is a double concealment. And as the Rebbe brings, like we know what it, it says in the Talmud, it says, Esther, Esther, who is the key part in the Megillah. So, the Talmud says, where do we find Esther in the Torah, in the five books of Moses? And the answer, we find it in the Torah. Because the Torah says, I'm going to conceal myself. So you see that Esther is connected to the idea of concealment. And based on what the Baal Shem Tov teaches us, that when the verse says in the Torah about Noichi, what does that mean? It's not just a double concealment, it's a whole different level of a concealment. Why? Because sometimes the concealment. Okay, it's concealed. But sometimes it's so concealed that you don't even know it's concealed. So based, that's what the Valshana says why it's a double haster, astir? So based on everything, you can say the same thing also for Lila, who? That Lila, we said, is exiled. Then what does that mean? God's concealed. But Balayla who means it's a double concealment. And what's the double concealment is? That we're in gullus, we're in exile. So normally we're in exile. We know, okay, listen, life is tough, God's concealed. We're aware of it. But Balayla who means that you're in gullus and you're in darkness, and you don't even realize it's, it's dark. And you can possibly say that darkness is light. Like you put some in you put darkness and say, oh, this is light. That's a double concealment. And the verse is specific, and it says, Ba'alailahu, Laila again, we're talking about gollus, exile, one concealment, hu, which means it's a double concealment, we don't even realize we're in a concealment, but nevertheless, not the the king referring to, like we learned before, is referring to Hashem, the king Hashem was awake, to point out the power of the miracle here, because it's a double concealment, and nevertheless, Hashem was awake. In other words, even though, we were sleeping. Why was Hashem sleeping? Because we're sleeping. And the like Torah brings the example, the way it's explained the difference between sleeping and a deeper type of sleep. You know, when you're asleep, so for example, when you have a dream, so you know the dream is, um, is only a dream. It's, 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 it's full of uh, possibly your falsehoods, etc. However, when you're in a deeper sleep, what happens then? You feel that, this, that, the, that the falsehood is true. And when we're unfortunately in Gaulus, that causes our Hashem to be, so to speak, sleeping. But nevertheless, Hashem was awake and um and, and Hashem was awake and that's the that's the real power of the miracle. Okay. So what, what did we just learn till now that the, the, the verse says balaylahu, Balilah means one type of concealment, hahu a double concealment, and even though it's such a double concealment, Haqadish Barhu was awake, and that's the real main miracle that took place right here. And he goes on in the Chedic discourse to explain that this that we're saying, that on that night, again. It's in our language, the double concealment, but nevertheless, not the Shemel, the King Hashem was awake, and that's the main miracle of Purim. How did that happen? How did it happen if we're saying it was one concealment? We're in Galahs, and it's a double concealment, we don't even know we're in Galahs, but nevertheless, Hashem is awake, if Hashem is awake, because we're sleeping, so why did He wake up? And never asked a single question, and so what did we just learn? We, the reason why Hashem woke up, because we went on a serious step for self-sacrifice. Just one second. If we went on self-sacrifice, but the fact is, we all know, when we do the will of Hashem, so from practical, uh, 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 application, what should happen? Or in the word, words of Kabbalah, from level of Seder Ishtarzwe, things flow. When we're awake, we're doing the will of Hashem, we're learning Torah, we're praying, we're doing mitzvahs. So it says clearly, La Yonav God doesn't, God doesn't doze off. He doesn't sleep. And since we don't want we to say why did Hashem wake up because we were serious nefesh a whole year so what's the miracle that um, that that God woke up if we're saying is that belaylohu it was dark it was exile a double darkness and the miracle was God woke up why was God sleeping because we're sleeping but what we do say why did God wake up because we were serious nefesh so if we were serious nefesh what's the miracle The God should be up that's question number one. Question number two, Rabbi says, we also have to understand what does it mean literally. Balaylahu that night, because we got we went into the Kabbalistic idea that it was referring to God. But Balaylahu that night, who woke up literally? Achashverosh woke up. In other words, there's something that happened that night. Balailu, something happened that night that caused Achashverosh to wake up. So that's the way it was in a literal sense. So based, as um, we know that anything that takes place in this materialistic world, it comes because that's the way it took place on a spiritual level. So therefore, this that we're saying, Akashverosh woke up because something happened, so the same thing would apply when we're saying Hashem woke up, that there's something in Balayla, who there's something that night that caused Akashverish to wake up, there's something that happened that caused Hashem to wake up. So we have to understand, because uh, the fact is, what we just learned, Lila is darkness, who is a double nar- darkness? And there's a huge concealment. So, if it's a concealment, what happened that God woke up? So, again, there are two questions. Number one is if we had a Messiah's Nefesh, then obviously God's up. Question number one. Question number two is that it, w- we, with literal meaning, is that there's something happened that caused our to get up. Now, the same thing also. What happened that caused God to get up? And especially was a double darkness. Well, what happened over here? The Rebbe says we're going to un, 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 understand this with in an introduction based on what the Alter explains in Torah in the Hasidic Discourses of Purim and at Lent so he's bringing it now from the Alter Rebbe also at Lent in the Hasidic Discourses of the Mittler Rebbe which is the second Chabad Rebbe and he says like this now we're going to go into a deep Kabbalistic journey so we'll hold height and uh, we're going to experience something really profound and very very powerful so again the Alter Rebbe and the Mittle explain the Hasidic Discourse of Purim and they say like this Yoim which is day. What does day represent in Kabbalistic languages? Language It's referring to Gilei, revelation. So day is revelation. Think about it. You go under day, everything is revealed. Lila, night, on a spiritual, what does that mean, night? Night means it's concealed. You go out at night, everything's concealed. You can't see anything. If there's light, then it's not, re- dark, not real not, not, uh, night. But that day represents revelation, and night represents concealment. That's point number one. Now, in every one of these, in day, which again is, is revelation, and night, which is concealment, you have both components. You have revelation and concealment of the day, and revelation and concealment of the night. And that's why there are times where it says Yoim Hazer, day again, the buzzword what is your day referring to revelation. Hazer, what does Hazer mean? Hazer means this is it, you're revealing it, so it's a double revelation, yoim is revelation, hazeh, this one, so it's a re- double revelation, and there are times it says yoim, which again is revelation, hahu, which refers to what? Concealment, so you can have revelation and concealment as well, so that's by day, the same thing applies to at night, night in general we said it's concealment, but there are times it says liloh, Al- Haze. The the, the the concealment is revealed, and then something that says Lailahu that the concealment is concealed. Okay. So what, what does that mean? And the Reb explains like this: the, the the point of the explanation, like based on explaining the Hasidic discourses, the difference between day and night. So that's in the essence of day and night. Because day, the essence of day is it's all about revelation. The essence of night is concealment. As we see, what is day? Day is light. Day is light, which is revelation. Night is what is It's darkness, which is basically concealment. And like we see clearly in the Torah, what does it say? God called light day, and darkness, darkness he called night. So you see again, day is light, which the essence of day is revelation, and the essence of night is concealment. So that's in its essence but then you have a difference between day and night if the revelation is in a way of revelation which is there like we learned or the day is in a way of concealment like we said who concealment in other words the expression in reference to day and night is referring to the way day and night gets drawn down in a revealed way when anytime it says zeh, whether it's by day or night means the way day and night gets drawn down and revealed way well however when it says hu, concealment it's referring to the way day and night are in are, are in its source before it comes down to be revealed and even higher the way in it's the way into the source in other words before we go drop further so let's make sure we get this there's day revelation night concealment. In day, you have the way day is revealed. That's Yoim hazer, and then you have the way the way day is concealed, Ahu, Then you have night, which is concealment. So you have night concealment. The way the concealment is revealed, yom lailahzer, and we have the, the concealment is concealed. That's lailahu. And like he brings that day is referring to our light, and, and and night referring to what idea of chesach. So now. So when you say Yoim, which is revelation, so if it says yoyim hazeh this day, it means the way day is revealed. If it says yoyim Ahu, it's the way it's concealed, the way it's, the way it's, the way it's in its source before it got revealed or in its source. The same thing with laila. You have laila hazeh, the way light is revealed over here, and then you have lailahu, the way light night is concealed, the way it's it's, in, it's, in its source. And the Rebbe says, this is how we see clearly when it comes to the redemption. When we went out of Egypt, what does it say in the Torah? And it's powerful. The etzim hayoyim hazer. knows it was day, it was revelation. Hazer, that was revealed. That all the Jewish people went out of Egypt. And the same thing also when it comes to Torah and Mitzvah, it's the way it's today. So what does it say? Hayoyim Revealed, Hazeh a double revelation. God is commanding you. So notice, you have the revelation the way the way it's spelled out physically in this world. However, when it comes to the future redemption, what does it say over there? It says what Omar will say by Yoyim revelation. who that one concealment. What do you? Mean? Why is that concealment? Because they ever explained because the revelation that's going to be the, the the revelation that was when we went out of Egypt. So we had the revelation of Oir, light, the way it comes down into this world. And that's why it's called Yom Hazeh. However, in the future redemption, we're going to have the revelation of the light before it, got, before it comes down to be revealed, the concealed part, that's why it says Ahu. So in other words, is saying something very, very powerful and very, very deep. And he says like this. There's Yom, which is revelation. When Yoyim is revealed in this world, it's called Yoyim Hazel. When Yoyim is concealed, so it's called Yoyim Ahu. So in when we went out of Egypt, so the revelation that was revealed was from the way from the from the lower level, the way it's in this world. That's why says, Yoyim Hazeh. However, Mashiach comes, the higher level of Yoyim, Yoyim Ahu, the source of Yoyim is going to be revealed in this world. and That's what it says, Yoyim Ahu. So that's in reference to Yoyim, the two different levels. The same thing also applies in reference to, to Lila, dark, d- night. Again, Lila means literally night. What does r- light represent? Chayshuk, darkness. What is darkness? Darkness means higher than light. And higher than the source of light. Because the darkness before, because this darkness is concealment, light is revelation. So what's higher? Darkness is higher than light the darkness before it got revealed and even higher than its source of light so the deepest darkness and so to speak the highest level is actually lailahu because it's Lila, it's, it's it's concealment and it's Ahu where it can't even be concealed revealed in this world however when this concealment gets revealed in the world it's actually called Layla Haza. so lailahu in it in reality, it's a higher level because it's concealment, upper concealment that cannot be revealed in this world. Laila hazeh is the concealment that what that gets revealed into this world now. But the fact is, when when you're dealing with night, so laila hahu, the the concealment where it's totally concealed, is actually lower, so to speak, than laila hazeh, the way it gets revealed. Why? because since the darkness of night which is higher than the light so the, the 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 which which is a source and the cause that you should have darkness now and there's the laila who is a cause for darkness now so therefore the concealment and words, the literal of darkness that we have when when you draw down the darkness down into this world of laila who the highest level is a much greater darkness than the darkness that comes down to the level of Laila Hazer. Because since Laila, who's a double concealment, that's a much greater darkness, versus even though darkness in this world comes from there, but since once it gets drawn down to this world, it's called Laila Hazer. In other words, when we say Laila Hazer, so on one hand, you're talking about concealment, but it's revealed. In other words, the concealment is a way that's revealed in this world. It means you feel it in a revealed way. Up to the point you can point to your finger, this is darkness. This is darkness. On the other hand, Laila is a, a such a darkness that it's don't it's so dark you don't even realize that it's dark. So this was just like we had by day, you had both components. Same thing applies to night. You have night, which is darkness, you have darkness in its source Laila its Hu, that you don't even realize it's dark. And then you have Laila HaZeh in this world, you, you go out and you say, yeah, it's dark. So it's it's dark, but it's revealed darkness. You can call it darkness. Now, the going to go on to um, like a little tangent, and it's actually in brackets in the Hasidic discourse. Um, so so let's not get confused when we come back to the main point. So he's going to go on to, a, a, in, in the brackets, to give another insight into the idea of Lila. And he explains like this. In the, in the, in the Hasidic discourses, they explain when it says Laila Hazel and Laila Hu in a different way just to recap what we learned till now was what's Laila Hu concealment and it's so concealed you don't even know it's concealed that's the higher level Laila Hazer is concealment but it's revealed the concealment's revealed you can say it's dark that's what we learned till now but now we're going to learn a different insight a, a, a translation in Laila Hu and Laila Hazel. so he explains like this what does mean and again a t- total different point What does Yoyim mean? Yoyim means that there is, it's day, you can see, it's revelation. What does that mean, revelation? That means when you say Yoyim, it's referring to you can see godliness. You literally see godliness. You see godliness. Or at least, you don't see it, you comprehend godliness. So Yoyim, again, it's revelation. What's, What's the practical mean? What does it mean? That you see godliness, you comprehend godliness. Godliness is clear. On the other hand, when you don't see godliness, and you don't comprehend godliness, and you have faith in the Kaj that's called Lila, that's called night. So a whole new insight. Yo'i means you're seeing godliness, and Lila means you're believing in God. Now, so what does Lila Hazem mean? Lila Hazem means, again, Lila we know means faith. Hazem means that your faith is very, very strong. You have a strong faith in the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Just like the strength, and the, and when you see something, that's really, really real. So when it says, when it says, yoyim again is faith. Yoyim, yoyim, yoyim is seeing godliness and comprehending godliness. Laila is what faith in God, but laila hasa means the faith is coming from a darkness. But nevertheless, laila hasa, you see it, you see the faith. You, you 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 the faith is real. And that's why it says in the, in the Torah, Lail Shimurimu. There was a night of watching, and it says there, Halayla hazeh. It was uh, this night, in other words, that the revelation that was there, zeh, it wasn't weird that the, so to speak, that the darkness got obliterated. Because the fact is we were still in Gullus. But what happened was, we had such strong faith in God, just like the faith of seeing. And that's why it says, shroom, Halayla zeh. we had faith in a way we were able to see the faith in God. And he explains over there, how do we reach that level that we had faith to be able to see God that, from the level of seeing? We have strong faith in Hashem. Because How do we reach the level of laylazer? That's when we did our work in Mitzrayim. Physically, we worked with, with cement and mortar, etc. But the same thing also, in order for us today, we don't have faith, we don't work in Egypt, but in order for us today to have the level of laylazer, to have faith, but strong faith, that we see the faith, it's it's real to us. That, that you knows even in the times of gallus we can have zeh, we can see and we can if faith can be real. That is when we do Ba Khaimir vein not the bricks and mortar of Egypt. But the, what's the what's the vein that we can do today? That's when we toil in learning Torah. And we know it's just Khaimah is referring to kal Khaimah. It's one of the ways to learn things out in the Torah. A Bulvainim is to have clarity of Allah. And the same thing also applies when a person works hard to earn a living, to support his family. Like it says clearly, how are you supposed to earn a living? Bazaar, so by the sweat of your brows, you can eat bread. And just like the Laila the faith that was clear to them, when we went out of Egypt, they, we achieved that by Bechoymer Then, literally. So same thing also, we can achieve faith strong faith in God by learning Torah and also working hard to earn an honest living and that's why it says clearly whoever accepts upon himself the yoke of Torah means literally toiling in Torah learning Torah teaching Torah they take away from him the the obligation to work hard in business and he's very very successful on the other hand, someone that does 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 takes off the the yoke of learning Torah, they put on him the yoke to to to, to work very hard in, in, the, in the in the commerce world. Why? Because even through the, the 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 working hard in business, you can also reach the level of of Laila Now, <clears throat> so based on that, so so Laila means what? It's a faith, and what type of faith? Faith that's clear. So based on this. When it says balaylah that it's referring to the faith that's clear, you have to say when it says laylah hu means that it's, it, you have faith, but you're lacking in the clarity, you're not so sure with your faith. Your faith is a little shaking. So that's what's brought down the Hasidic discourses. There's another insight that says a balaylah hazeh and hu, that "ze" is referring to the night. In other words, if the night is revealed, in other words, you, you, you you see and experience that it's darkness, or that the 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 darkness is concealed that you don't even realize that it's night like we discussed before at length okay so now we have again a whole new insight of what balayla Hazeh is, and Valayla, who is the last insight of difference between um, uh, uh, seeing God in his faith, strong faith, weak faith. But the, the, let's go back to the first point of Valayla, who is referring to the double concealment versus Layla, Hazer is the concealment, but you can see it's concealed. And Yoim, HaHu, and Yoim is a revelation of two different levels of revelation. So now we're going to explain it even deeper Kabbalistically. Okay. So Rebbe says we're going to understand this based... What's explained many places of Chassidus, and especially we actually learned it uh, recently in the Maimor of Yud Shvat um, of this year, in the 13th chapter that we disca- that we learned at Lent. It's actually we did two Chassidic discourses about it, but anyway, we're going to learn it here complete. So the Rebbe says like this: Based on what's explained um, in many places of Chassidus, the peace on the Zohar. The Zohar says like this the infinite light of Hashem lemayla ketz. it's very 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 high adin and it's and it's it reaches the lowest level and again as we know we always say mayla doesn't mean physically higher it means spiritually higher and lamata doesn't mean physically lower it means spiritually lower so what does it mean when we say the infinite light of Hashem soif? is lamata, lamata, goes down so low. What does that mean? It's referring to the fact that the infinite light of Hashem is m'spashay, it spreads out, and it's megilui, and it's it's revealed to the lowest levels. In other words, it's spread out, and it's revealed up until the lowest place where God is concealed. That's lamata, lamata. What does it mean, lamayla, lamayla? Where God is, so to speak, is concealed on the highest levels, to the highest levels. And as he goes up from level to level, to concealment concealment to the highest levels. So that's the piece in the Zohar. Again, just to recap the piece because we're going to go into it a little deeper. Oyer and the infinite part of Hashem, exists and revealed on the lowest levels. And the infinite part of Hashem exists on the highest levels where God is the most concealed on a spiritual high level. Now, so even though, what did we just learn? That are insight the infinite part of Hashem is in the lowest levels where God is the most concealed guess what the infinite light is there but the point is that even when God is there <clears throat> even the, the fact that the infinite part of Hashem is there it's still there in a concealed state and as it's there it's there in a concealed state and we look at length in the mind of your wherever you are the ur safe is there it's concealed you just got break you got to break the concealment but Hashem is there why is that? Was, why isn't God fully revealed there? Because the fact is, the light, the infinite part of Hashem, of before the Tzimtzum, before the contraction, what kind of light is that? It's the light which is in, in part of the essence of Hashem. Now, the part, the light that's part of the essence of Hashem cannot be revealed. So the Eirin Safe is here, but it cannot be revealed because it's the highest level of light, the light that's part of Hashem. Now, this is what that's the case. What's the point of it revealing itself? It so explains this is, that it that it, it's spread out and it's revealed on the lowest levels. So the revelation that comes after the Timsa, which is basically comes from the light of the Kav or even the light of Saivav, it's only a ray of before the Timsem. So, in other words, to be clear, the Uyrain Saif is here. And Not in a revealed state, it's here. Because it's only, and it, it's here, not, it's here, you know, it's not the essence of the light, because that's, that's actually before the Timson, but it's here as a ray. Now, nevertheless, since we, what we learn? That the Euren Soif is available on the lowest levels where God is the most concealed, and it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's spread out and it's revealed there. In other words, so obviously if it's able to come down here into this world, so that means even in the source, there's a component of a revelation, in other words. And like, one more point, and then I'll explain. And like Rabbi says, like it's explained in the the the, the Hasidic discourse from the, from Yud Shvat, from the previous Rabbi for Yud Shvat, it says that even in the essence of Hashem, it's also exists on a level of revelation. Now, so what does that mean? Like this, on one hand, we're saying the infinite part of Hashem, Oyvayim Saif, it's available on the lowest levels. Now, it doesn't mean that it's available in full-blown glory, because then it wouldn't be, then it would, then it would it would blow away the, 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 the concealment. But it's available. You have, to break the, you have to break the code. What's available? A ray. A revelation. So if it could be revealed here, and this is the Chiddush, this is the novel idea. Obviously, in the source, even though it's a source, it also is a component of a revelation that exists in the source. However, <coughs> This that we say, that Oyurin Saykh, the infinite parashem, is on a high level. So, it's not being revealed there. It's concealed. So, therefore, in its source, it's also not revealed. So, the part that's down here in its source is revealed. The part that's on a higher level in the source is, it's, it's, it's concealed. Now, based on the scripture explains that the source of these two components of, of day, which we said, day is revelation, so there's two components. There's Yoyimahu, the revelation, which is concealed, and the revelation, which, which, which is revealed, applies in Lamato mato, mato What does that mean? That the revelation in a reality after the Simsom, that's the source of Yoyim HaZeh. God's revealed, but then again, it's still concealed. However, in its source, before the Simsom, over there, it's Yoyimahu it's revealed, but then over there, it's concealed, because it's, it's not being revealed over there. So, <clears throat> what, whatever it's explaining is, that Yoyim, which is a revelation, the way Yoyim said, comes down to the lowest level, so the way it comes down here, it's it, it comes down, it's revealed, and how's Whatever it's allowed to be revealed, however, it's in the source, it's in a concealed state. However, the source of Layla, which is higher than even the level of Yoyim Ahu, it's a double concealment, that goes on the level of myla myla then cats on the highest levels now we know when you're dealing with a symptom a contraction there's two components to, there's two components and when you try to contract a light one is you knows let's get perspective God's infinite he wanted to create a finite world in order for God to create the finite world, how can infinite come and define it? it has to be something which is called a symptom. Where God contracts the light, then it's able to go through, so to speak, a funnel, and then you're able to reveal in this world. So a t- the first symptom, basically what it does, is you have infinite light, what's a symptom? It creates an empty space, and then the light comes through there. So the question is like this. The reason why God made the symptom? why did God contract it? Why did, so to speak, God conceal the light? Not th- The goal wasn't to conceal it, the goal was that from the concealment, you should have revelation. And there's, and there's two points to it. Again, the key point is that Sim, the purpose of that Simpson was to create the revelation afterwards. And in that, there's two components. What does that mean? First point is that through the fact that you have the symptom, you have the contraction and the concealment of light, the goal is that in the future we're going to have the revelation of the infinite part of Hashem even in the world it means this physical world be able to handle the revelation so the goal is the Timpson wall is that later on the re- it should be revealed in this world and B that you know that, that the, revel- the that through the temperature you should be able to reveal the, the internal part of the infinite part of Hashem even higher than the light before the Timson so the goal of the symptom is what revelation. Two components: one that the world should be able to, perceive, to receive it, and B to bring in a more powerful light. That's the purpose of the symptom. Point number one. Again, so point number one: of the symptom is, is for revelation. Revelation: the world should be able to receive it, and even a very high level. Point number two: that the purpose of the symptom is to reveal the completion of the infinite light. That he's not limited only in revealing but he also has the power to conceal totally opposite point the first point the Tzimtzumans no, the purpose of the Tzimtzumans is the revelation revelation the works way to receive it and a powerful light the second point of the Tzimtzum is to show us no God could also conceal himself he doesn't have to only reveal Ain't insight doesn't mean he doesn't have to only give light he can also be he can also experience he can also practice concealment that's two components now this that we're saying that the symptom has two components that again it could be that the goal is to create a greater revelation afterwards and b that it could conceal why is that because in the power of concealment of the infinite light of hashem which is the source of the symptom there's two levels so we're taking it up a notch in the power of the concealment that creates a Simpson there's two levels what's the two levels on one hand it has the power to create concealment but what type of concealment it has the power to create a concealment which will create revelation afterwards and this is also part of the concealment which is higher than revelation but nevertheless it's a concealment which is connected to revelation so in other words the point of the the, the, again the highest level means that there's a concealment which is connected to Revelation, and from this level you have the Simpson, the which creates that the purpose of the Simpson is for the Revelation. That's point number one in the source. And the second thing is that the essence of the power of concealment, which is higher in Revelation, remember, concealment is higher in Revelation, so the Simpson that comes from this level is not to reveal, but in the Simpson itself it shows the power of concealment so in other words so you basically have so far is explaining the reference to the temptation there's two components there's a symptom for the revelation there's a symptom because god, god god has the power to conceal and that applies in the source that it has the power of symptom for revelation and also the symptom for, for 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 concealment itself so based on this Gerber explains beautifully and deeply and powerfully to add an explanation in the two components of lila night which is concealment there's the lila who the night which is concealed knows a double concealment and lila has the concealment of revelation the way it's down here in a certain way it's like opposite the way it's the source in other words because on a spiritual on the highest level what is what is Lailahu? It's a concealment of a double concealment, which is actually even higher, higher than what than Layla, because that's already a concealment for revelation. And the way it comes down in this world, so in other words, Lailahu, the concealment of the concealment is a much greater concealment than Lailahazeh, because in Lailahu it's all about concealment. Zero revelation, so it's a a double concealment. Laila hazeh, on the other hand, is where the concealment gets revealed. Now, what's the reason? Because these two components of laila, on a spiritual, on a high level, you can say this is the two components of the concealment of the infinite part of Hashem. In other words, laila hazeh is referring to what the power of concealment which is connected to revelation that's why it's called lila concealment which is connected to revelation has there and since the simpson that custom here is the purposes for the revelation so therefore the lila which is the concealment is, is affected in such a way that you realize that it's lila in other words <clears throat> lila again is concealment but the purpose of that concealment is revelation. So therefore, in this world, what do you have? You have the Lila. You can say it is Lila because it's coming from that place. It's coming from the place of Lila, so that's why you, you can say yeah, it's dark. But you can point to the darkness why? Because it's coming from the level of Lila. In other words, this that the concealment brings revelation. So you, it's only when when you can, even though it's, you can, you know, you, you see it, but then you can experience the concealment as well what does that mean practically it's like for example when you're in a place of darkness but you see it's dark so what happens when you're in a place of darkness and you see it's dark so you have a yearning for the light and that's why in Gallus, in exile we have a yearning for our kodesh baruchu if it's dark why are we yearning because yes there is a concealment we don't see god but it's there we do have some kind of revelation that's why we yearn it and where is the greater where's the greater yearning in the exile that we're living in now, or in the times of the temple. We all know the yearning that takes place to be with Hashem, and to connect Hashem is more in Golis, more in exile, more than the times of the temple. Why? Because the revelation that we have today comes through concealment. And it's because we feel the concealment of the exile, so the yearning is much greater. And that's why it's called, this Golis is called Laila hazem On the other hand, there's a deeper level which is called Lailahu. And that is the essence of the concealment. And what type of concealment? Not a concealment for revelation. No, the essence of concealment. So what happens is, the tzimtzum that comes from this level, is not because that we're going to have a revelation afterwards. No, the symptom is that God has the power to conceal. So therefore the darkness that comes down in this world is so dark you don't even feel the concealment. The darkness of the darkness, unfortunately, of the Laila who is so dark you don't feel concealment. The darkness from a Laila, even though, so to speak, technically it's on, a, it's on a lower level, but guess what? It brings about we you're for Hashem. However, the darkness of a Laila who in this world brings about that we don't we don't even realize how dark we're in. What does that mean practically? Right? Because ultimately we learn in Chassidus it's all about what does it mean practically? How does, how does it help us? How does it translate in serving Hashem? It never explains it like this the spiritual work of lila of darkness which means again the darkness of exile and the 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 darkness the general darkness of this world if it's from the from the level of the symptom the concealment which is before the for before the revelation so that is what's our voida the yearning and the and the striving to, we want to go out of gulos. The avoid of laila says that means it's concealment. For, for uh, and, and we can see it, so that's the avoid. We want to go out of gulos. We're yearning to be with Hashem, with Mashiach, the Beis whatever you're yearning for. However, the avoid of lailah, hahu, in other words, that all ultimate concealment, God is so concealed. What do you do with that? It, you don't even realize that you're in concealment. So there, you have to meditate in the source of the darkness of the night itself that the source is in the Hele Ma'atsmi wow so what they're saying is like this powerful stuff there's two different levels of darkness there's the level of darkness that comes from the Simpson for the Giloy. So therefore, it's dark. Yes, it's gar- dark. And we're yearning. What's our average? We're yearning. We're yearning to, to learn Torah, to pray, do mitzvahs, connect Hashem, from Mashiach to come, to be with the Mishim That's the avoidance of Layla On the other hand, Lailahu, It's so dark. It's so dark. We don't even realize how dark it is, and is. We we're not yearning. What's the avoider To meditate and realize, you know this darkness? You know how dark it is? Guess what? This darkness is actually sourced in the highest places. It's sourced in the ultimate, deep, essential concealment of God Himself. That's the of lahu. So based on this, it explains beautifully why the why the why the, the, the Megillah says who? What is Balilahu referring to? We just learned. It's referring to the darkest moments. And it's so dark that we don't even realize how dark it is. But nevertheless, it's sourced in weir. The essence of God, not the Hamelach. God was awake there. Who is awake? God is awake. Why? And this is powerful. Because the who the fact that it was so dark, that caused God to be wa- awake. That's where God is the most awake, hiding. But that's where the God is most awake. Because the source of Lailahu down here in this world, what's the source from Lailahu on high? And over there, it's so concealed, uh, deeper in the concealment of, of, of Yoimahu. Yoimah's day that's concealed, but it's much deeper than that. And it's even deeper in Lailah Hazar. So Balilah, who is referring to the greatest, deepest darkness that existed today, that sourced in the, 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 the concealment on high, and over there God is the most awake. And when the Jewish people went on a series throughout the whole year. Now, when life is good, you don't have to go self-sacrifice. Why were we they going and self-sacrifice? Because God was concealed. And like explained many places in this. That when when, when 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 times of exile, the revelation of the power of Monsieur Snaphish is much more than the times of the temple. So when we go, Monsieur Snapesh means that even though it's dark and it's very dark, but whenever we're, we're going, we're piercing the dark, we want to we want to connect to the darkness to our through the darkness to Hashem, we're able to draw in in a revealed way the level of Lailahu on high in the Lailahu down here. So, based on this, explains beautifully the two insights of the On one hand, it was so dark. On the other hand, the king was awake because the who the fact that it was so dark, which normally causes to sleep. Now, the Prince of says, on the other hand, the Laylahu it says the that night it was so dark, the, 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 the king was awake, to bring the power of the miracle. Because even though it was so dark, but nevertheless, the king awoke. In other words, the darkness of the night that causes sleeping, but that darkness of the night causes the king to be awake. It's, it's like powerful. Lilahu, it's very, very dark. That causes it to be dark. But the darkness that caused the king awake. Why? Because this that the darkness causes, so to speak, to be sleeping, that's the way in itself. Yeah, darkness causes you, you you sleep. But when you bring it in from its source, Lailahu la'ahu on high, on the contrary, that wakens up the king because you're dealing with the, with Hashem himself. And Rebbe said he'd like to add that this that we're saying is that what happens, not the king is awake. So, not the fact that the king is awake is even higher than Laila, Hushal, In other words, Laila, Hushal, we said it's the highest level. God is so concealed there. But Deuteronomy says, not does that is even higher. Why? But and obviously the Laila, who causes to bring in the higher level of Shah where God is awake. Why is that? I never explains it like this. <clears throat> what we just learn? Yoim and Laila, day and night. What is what is Yoim? Yoim is the power of revelation. And Laila is the power of concealment of the infinite part of Hashem. So, there's two components. Now, there's day, there's revelation, and there's night, which is concealment. So, even after you bring in Lailahu, the highest level of Lailahu, into this world, the greatest darkness, but the fact is it still remains dark. And now it's the darkest of the dark. Because what you drew on, you drew in the level of Koyeh the power of the concealment. So Laila, who is concealment? So when you connect to Laila, what do you bring? You bring in the concealment part in this world. And the same thing also, when we went in a serious nefesh the whole year they, they, we were on self-sacrifice. So why are we going self-sacrifice? Because God was concealed. And when, when God's concealed, that awakens the concealed part of the soul, which is higher than being revealed. So it, it doesn't really impact the revealed part of yourself. And, after they went to Masiris Nefesh, the revealed part of ourselves stayed the same, even after of Masiris Nefesh. It remained on the level of Lailahu. And like it's, like, it they, never explains, like it's explained in many places in Chassidahs, that when a person's sleeping, so you don't see the, 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 the quality of your intellect, and your emotions, and your hands, your feet, etc. Why? Because they're all included in the, in the source of your soul. And over there, they're all equal. When a person's sleeping, you don't see them as brain, heart, any part of the body. So the same thing also when when there's a sleeping, so to speak, on high on a godly level. So what happens? All the revealed parts go into its source, and doesn't affect the reveal the reveal, the revealed attributes that we have. And on the contrary, the revealed parts uh, there's actually it's it's, it's it's a negative. So what happens is this: the Who, which we're leaving, even though it's the highest level, but nevertheless. It, it doesn't affect the reveal part, but here we're saying the, the the chiddush was the novel idea was that in the concealment, not the, malech, the king is awake. In other words, what does that mean? The king is awake. That means we're, we're bringing in the powerful concealment energy into the reveal part, into the reveal part of l'mat, l'mat at the lowest level, on the lowest levels of of revelation. So, with, Belaylahu, creates the great fusion. Well, on one hand, it's Belaylahu, you have the highest level of concealment, but not means you're awake, and you're bringing that powerful level into every part of your revealed self. And like he brings from the from the uh, discourse from the middle of the Rebbe, and this we say, Belaylahu, which represents the greatest, deepest darkness, and the highest levels, was Nadash HaMelech, that means the king was awake, that means it, it it came into all the revealed parts of ourselves, our so intellect, our emotions, etc., is like the example of the animal that's that that's that 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 that, that has one eye open and one eye closed. What does that mean? You have revelation and concealment at the same time. In other words, it explains what you have the you have the you have the union of two opposites the opposite of concealment on its highest level, but then again, you're it's in a revealed level. How do you have? How do you have both? You can have concealment and reveal at the same time. That happens through when the essence of God gets revealed. Because the fact is, in reference to the essence of God, concealment and revelation—it's not opposites to us. That's concealed. This is revealed. For the essence of God, concealment and revelation—the same thing. Like it's explained in many places. it It says like this: This that the essence of God can give off light. He can also not give off light. And they're both, they're both correct. He can give off light. He cannot give off light. It's all the same thing. And the Rebbe goes on to say, and that's why he says in the mimer What does it mean, "Nada That the revelation happened, how? Through the fact that the Jewish people went on a serious never, Self-sacrifice. A whole year. What does that mean? Because when we went on a serious we were able to draw in the essence of Hashem. Why, how are we able to join the essence of Hashem? Because the serious knowledge doesn't come from intellect or emotions. It comes from the essence of our soul. And we use the essence of our soul, we connect to the essence of Hashem, and we bring down Atmos, the essence of God, into this world. The Rebbe says he'd like to connect this, connect this to what is explained in in the Hasidic discourse, that through the fact that there was none d'Shna the king was awake. That means these powerful energies came down in a revealed way. So you have the union of makif, the part that hovers over, the higher energy part, in primi, the part that gets internalized. In other words, and even the light, which is above which is called makif, it hovers over the, the, all the levels of the spheres. It comes inside the spheres, because normally makif is ho- over, and primi is the one that goes inside. But here he's saying the makif actually goes inside. Why is that? Because the source of both makif, the part that hovers over and both, one gets uh, in, in, internalized. In other words, gilui, um, and helem, revealed and concealed. In other words, makif, the one that powers over, that's real revelation. That's real revelation. On the other hand, the part that's is that's concealment. Because you're getting it based on where, where, where it's at. Makif is all about revelation and pnimi is all about concealment. But when you bring in the, the essence of God, then you can u- unify the two, concealment and revelation, so you can create the union of Makif and Pnimi. So when you have the powerful union, you're bringing in, through our mysterious nefesh, our essence our soul, the essence of God, you have the union of Makim and Pnimi, and through that powerful level, that on one hand you have the highest level that gets internalized, you're able to draw down a salvation for all the Jewish people, the, from the level of, of Makif, now, the fact is, when you bring in the, the, from the highest level, unfortunately, from the highest level, it's possible that the klipot can ye- leach off from, from the makif. And that's why it says in the Megillah that Haman went ahead and he made a, a tree, um, 50 amotai. Why do you pick, why, why do you pick, why do you make it 50 amotai? Because he wanted to pick himself up higher than the 50th level, which is higher than a which is makif. But, that was his goal. So if you have Makif alone, people can leach onto to it. But through the fact that you take the Maqif, you don't just leave it Maqif, you actually bring it into premius, which means you're internalizing your intellect and your emotions and Torah and Mitzvahs in in, re, in real tangible things. Through that you have, like, Yehudim, Hoysa, Eirah. For the Jewish people, there was light. The 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 we had all the blessings of joy and happiness and grace. And the Rebbe finishes off, alano." The same thing should apply, teaching every one of us. So again, so you have another beautiful, powerful discourse in honor of Purim. The real power of Alayla thats where the real power is. But nevertheless, it's important to bring it not the Melk, We have to bring it into a premius. We have to take the mark of the premius so we reach it. Is by like obviously through atmos The way we reach atzmos is so through the Etsman and Hashem and like the says when we bring it into a premium, we will all be blessed like Yehudim each and every one of us can have light and Simcha and God willing we'll have the greatest light of the relation of the coming of Mashiach and our next class will be in Yerushalayim Irak Yiddish have a great and blessed week and happy Purim Shavua Tov